I usually, I like to start with a powwow around the table and just kind of see, you know, maybe it's Sunday, Sunday night, maybe you're having dinner or you're talking about dinner, but what is everybody hungry for this week? I think that's a great thing to kind of start with because if you are the only one that's purchasing everything and you're not including your family or the people that you live with, and they're going to be like, oh, we're having that for dinner <laughs> because they didn't have a say in what they were going to have. Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hey there, I am so excited to share another episode about meal planning in our series. Today we talk with registered dietitian Anne Cundiff. She gives such great starting point tips for meal planning. And if you feel like you're just not getting the rhythm or don't know where to start in keeping fresh produce in the house or want to try eating more fish but scared to invest the money, Anne breaks it down from knowing the basics of what to buy to stock in your fridge, pantry, and freezer for easy meals that can be put together on the spot. Anne has been on the podcast previously in episode number 22 titled Healthy Grocery Shopping, Debunking the Myths. Such a great episode. And I still refer people back to that episode when they have questions about organic versus conventional and other hot topics. You know, as I edit these episodes, I recorded them a couple months ago, and I just kind of forgot the valuable information shared. And I am beyond excited for you to listen to this episode on Meal Planning 101, the must-haves for the week and more. Join us for this conversation. Well, Anne, it is so great to have you here with us. Will you introduce yourself to all those that are new here? Yes, thanks for having me, Stacey. I am Anne Cundiff. I am a registered dietitian who has my own podcast, very similar to your amazing podcast, who likes to talk to other dietitians, and I'm also a retail dietitian. And tell everyone the name of your podcast. It is Conversations with Anne Elizabeth. Very original, right? <laughs> I like to keep it general because you never know who's going to be on. So that it's mostly dietitians, but it's also other health and wellness and professionals and even a farmer every once in a while. So we get lots of fun stuff. I love that. It's so much fun to hear people's story and kind of their journey on where they got there today. Yes. That's what I love about your podcast too, because it's just interesting how all of us land where we do from where we started. It's so interesting. Right. And everyone kind of gets a different take, you know, um, on any topic that you kind of pick, whether it's the person's passion. And that's one of the reasons why I thought it would be a lot of fun to just focus on like tips and best practices for meal planning, because it can get hard, monotonous. And let me just tell you, I tried to make the TikTok version of the, you know, the feta cheese and cream cheese and the tomatoes. And I had yes. some it was a total fail at my house. So, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I was just thinking I've not tried this yet. And I was just going to try it this week. So why was it a fail for you? I don't think my family likes cream cheesy type stuff. Um, okay. You know, it's just kind of a personal preference. And um, so I'll, I'll be eating that for the rest of the week for lunch. <laughs> 
okay, you got to try, right? You're like, okay, this genius thing, it looks so simple, but then I'm going to be the only one eating it. Sounds I mean, great. I did kind of <laughs> tweak it a little bit, but um, I added some turkey meatballs in there that were cooked. And, you know, I thought oh. it was like a one pan dish, but it was a total bomb. A one pan fail. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> so help me out here on some um, quick, easy things uh, for for meals. And I guess we could kind of start off. Are you a meal planner? Okay. So I never used to be a meal planner at all because I just, I was not good at like doing the groceries and preparing and like always having everything I needed on hand. Like I always was missing like one thing. So I'm like, well, then I'm just not going to make it. Like I'm done. And so I was terrible at it, but then I really just started to like dumb it down as much as possible so that I wouldn't like be so hard on myself if I was missing one thing. Cause even like you, like you kind of have to like substitute and kind of make it your own and not be so focused on the perfect recipe. Yes. Um, any, do you have like a, a favorite meal? If you would have maybe like five to 10 minutes, something, um, where you can just get done super quick. Yes. So my most, this is my like go-to every time I do like a easy chicken parm. So I will get just a jar of like marinara sauce, spaghetti sauce. I will pour a little bit into the bottom of a nine by 13 pan. And then I will add probably about four to five cups of fresh spinach or frozen spinach. And then I'll put that on top of the marinara, top it with chicken breast, however many people you need to feed the put them on top. And then I actually top it again with the rest of the marinara sauce. It's about a half a jar on the bottom, half of the jar on top, and then just slices of mozzarella or just um, sprinkling mozzarella on top and then bake it 350, 375 for about 15 to 25 minutes, depending on how hot your oven actually gets. And then I broil it at the end for about five minutes on a lower high broil. You can kind of watch it so it bubbles on top and it's like done. Super easy. Oh, that sounds good. Yes. Um, with the spinach, how does that hold up in the dish? It does really well. I like it at the bottom because then it will kind of make the sauce on the bottom a little bit more liquidy. So then it kind of, you could add it over pasta if you wanted to, or you could eat it by yourself, by itself. Uh, some people, I even like to sometimes get uh, the garlic toast that are already pre-made that you can just get out of the frozen aisle. And then I'll put the chicken breast on top of that and like make like an open face sandwich and then kind of pour like the spinach and the marinara sauce over the bottom. So that kind of gets, it's, yeah, it gets kind of soupy and it's just kind of delicious. And it has, it's colorful, it's filling and it's really fast. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So then you can just get your veggies and the sauce, you get your protein, you get cheese, which everybody loves. You can even sprinkle some Parmesan on top if you want to spice it up, some red pepper flakes. I mean, like you can, uh, pizza seasoning, like, you know, sprinkling pizza seasoning on top too is always delicious. So you can kind of have your family make it their own. They can put their own little toppings on it if they like. I love that. I will have to try that one out on the family. Hopefully. <laughs> See if it works. Maybe no creamy stuff. No creamy stuff. No white creamy stuff. Nope. Uh, <laughs> um, with someone that's maybe having a hard time in kind of getting on a schedule uh, with that to kind of break it down, kind of like what you said, any uh, beginner steps or tips that you would have for them? I usually, I like to start with 
uh, powwow around the table and just kind of see, you know, maybe it's Sunday, Sunday night, maybe you're having dinner or you're talking about dinner, but what is everybody hungry for this week? I think that's a great thing to kind of start with because if you are the only one that's purchasing everything and you're not including your family or the people that you live with, and they're going to be like, oh, we're having that for dinner <laughs> because they just have a say in what they were going to have. And so it's kind of nice to have that conversation. It's like, what do you want for dinner this week? And maybe it is pizza or maybe it's tacos or maybe it's fish. Who knows? But I think that's a great starting point to kind of see what people are hungry for this week. Because usually we've got something on our brains that we really would like. We saw a commercial, we saw a recipe in a magazine or something that is kind of on our mind. And so that's a great place to start. And I will kind of just jot it all down of like, okay, what does everybody want? And then that's where I kind of develop my menu from for the week. And I always say like one menu or one meal a week is kind of the goal or one meal a day is kind of the goal for everybody to kind of have together. So I will try to plan at least five meals and then kind of leave some wiggle room for you're on the go and you're going to have to go get something out. Or if it's just going to be, you know, sandwiches, or it's just going to be something that you just, you know, heat up, whether it's maybe a Kodiak cake, pancake that you have with some fruit and like, or it's a frozen burrito from the freezer, you know, there you have to leave some wiggle room for convenience foods too. But that's kind of where I start. So usually I will say pizza is always on the list. And so, um, you know, kind of going off like, okay, they want pizza. We don't have to order it out, but what do they like from the grocery store? How can we add some balance to it? And always kind of start with that main base. So maybe it's chicken, maybe it's beef, maybe it's pizza, maybe it's tacos. And then whatever that base is, I try to create that balance. So protein, always the most important thing that I think about. I do try to incorporate at least one fish item a week, even though that's not the favorite of the week. But, you know, as dietitians, we want to kind of, I always think like fish Friday or, you know, Meatless Monday, where that's where we're going to incorporate fish in one of those two days. And then, you know, kind of rotate through other proteins. And whether that's breakfast or dinner, eggs are a great protein too. So that happens probably once a week because that's easy as well. So kind of that protein base, what everybody's kind of driving on for the week and then kind of creating it off of there. I love that because um, I already made the mistake. I was, I like the creamy stuff. My family does not. And yeah, having fish at least once a week. Um, I think it's that American Heart Association two recommendation, like two yes. servings of fish per week. And I'm like, well, my family won't enjoy two, but let's try one. <laughs> mm-hmm. One is always, if you can get by with one, I right. think that is a win yes. for sure. Yes. And then if, you know, maybe it's a tuna salad for lunch or something like that, too. Yes. That, that's a great, yes. great one as well. Um, you know, and that kind of reminds me, you always have great posts about love your lunch. Uh, and it's very, very simple. What are some of your favorites that you like for lunch? I kind of like to. So love your lunch. I always, that's my favorite thing I look forward to every day. And I really think like if you, if you look forward to a meal that you're going to eat, whatever it is, that's just going to make you be excited about eating it. So I really, when I think about loving my lunch, I, I do a lot of like hodgepodge. So it's kind of like, okay, I love like fruit plates and I love veggie plates and not necessarily charcuterie, but kind of like just snack plates. So making a lunch out of a snack plate. So some days it's, you know, I might have just deli meats and some vegetables. And then I have some cheese slices and candy pecans and just something that just has a whole bunch of different flavors and notes that I don't have to cook a lot. But I like to arrange it on a plate so it's cute and it's 
fun. And I think that, you know, that people look at me at the lunch and they're like, Ooh, that looks really good. And I'm like, yeah, it took me five minutes to serve it all together, <laughs> but I have all of my food groups. So I do a lot of that. I also do, I do a lot of leftovers. So when I plan my meals, I make sure to always cook a little bit of extra. So like the chicken parm, if it's, you know, if I have four people here, I'll cook six. So then I can have some for a lunch sometime that week or the next week. So it's in the freezer and ready for me to pop out when it's a crazy day. So I like to just make it, lunch is simple. It's never fancy, but it's always colorful and it always has all of the food groups in it. Yes. And there's a lot of texture and flavors in there that sometimes I think we overthink because that is hitting every single of those satisfaction factors in there. Yes. And you don't have to like, it doesn't have to be some crazy season meal. Like you can add like, again, pizza, like if you're having something that you can add pizza seasoning to or everything bagel seasoning, like add those flavors to things to just to change it up just a little bit. Even if it is a leftover, you're just going to change that flavor profile a little bit. And it's just going to give you a lot more satisfaction in your meal. And I love the candied pecans because sometimes I always think of almonds and chocolate, but you don't really need a chocolate with that since it has some sweetness on the, the pecans. Yes, and spicy. I like to add a little spice, Ooh, a little yes. cayenne in there too. So I'll make like a big batch of those up and I'll throw those in the freezer. Then I can just pop out those with a meal. I do those with pumpkin seeds too. I like to roast them with different flavors. So even like if you roast, even if you roast the nuts, like if you have almonds and you're like, I'm sick of eating raw almonds, we'll just throw them in the oven and roast a big batch of them. So then you have some different flavors too. That's a great idea. Um, any favorite kitchen utensils or equipment? Oh, that's, I was just talking about gadgets the other day with people. Like I was asking them what their favorite kitchen gadgets are. We all have one, right? We always have our favorite gadgets. I will say, and I told the gals this too, I love my cherry bitter. I'm a huge cherry and I know people don't love cherries as much as I do, but in the summer, every day I have cherries probably when I come in season and I do love my little cherry bitter. That's one, one seasonal gadget. Um, the other one I really like is I do like immersion. I love my immersion blender. Just that little hand one. I'm not a food processor processor person. I'm not really into that, but I do love the immersion blender to make, um, salad dressing super easy or like a creamy something or like something that you can put over like a chicken breast just to like change the flavor. I'll like make a peanut sauce for a salad, like a bag salad that I want a little bit of extra something for. And you can make a peanut sauce really easily. So it's just easy to pop out, blend stuff. And then, you know, even like um, I love to blend cottage cheese with salsa and make like a creamy dressing to put over like a baked potato or even like on a salad or uh, I do like it over chicken. Like if I want to make like a salsa chicken, but I want a little creaminess and I'll do a little immersion blender. I need to get, I think I had one a long time ago and then it broke, but I need to get another one because another thing with that, when you, when you talk about those, like adding those two ingredients together, sometimes you have picky kids and if there's chunks or a speck of something, (laughs) they they won't eat it. And I shouldn't say just kids. I know a lot of adults have the, the same texture pickiness in there too, or not pickiness. What do we call it? Very particular. Yeah. They have an aversion to something, the texture of something. Yeah. But that's a great way to kind of uh, uh, get over the hump with within those. 
So yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yes. Do you have any favorite products that you seem to tend to buy more often um, to kind of help put meals together quickly? Yes, and I, I will say I'm inspired by always you, like, always find such great picks in the grocery stores, too. But I, I am a huge fan of the bag salads, just those salad kits, just because they just go so far. You don't have to buy all these little tiny ingredients to make it texture and different crunchy and flavors, and the dressings are always different. So I will, I will tend to go that way a lot. Um, I do end up buying a rotisserie chicken a ton just because that is so easy to just not have to cook a protein and it's already done. Um, I also will buy, I think, I think like tortillas are so versatile in so many different ways and there's so many different kinds of tortillas. So it's like, you could really, you can make wraps, you can make quesadillas, you can make tacos, you can make, I mean, you can make sandwiches, you can make pizzas. I mean, there's just so many things that you can do with tortillas. So I will say like that's, something I tend to go and I like corn I'll make homemade corn chips and I'll make you know you know you can just do different things that just give it some variety that don't take a lot of time so that's probably three things that are always in my kitchen I always have eggs because I think those are very versatile too just because you can boil them you can you know fry them you can scramble them you can bake cookies with them (laughs) you can do all the things. So that's just a quick, easy protein when you're just hot outside or when you just don't want to cook. It's just a nice, easy way to have some protein. And you had a really cute reel with your egg. Um, tell us about that, how you had cheese with that. Explain that. For yes, us. it's a frico. It's called a frico egg. Okay. And you basically just put any kind of cheese in a hot pan and you get it to kind of that crusty, delicious goodness. And then you just crack an egg on top or cook it however you like. So if you like it scrambled, you can cook it on top scrambled. But it kind of like melts into the the crunchy like cheese top. So it's kind of like a cheese egg pizza a little bit. And then you just eat it and it's it's amazing. So if you like, you know, a soft yolk, it'll drip into the deliciousness. If you like it hard like I do, you can make it a sandwich. It's a fun just little take on just the traditional cheese on top of your egg. It's on the bottom instead. So good. And kind of, um, you know, getting that cheese crispier adds a whole nother element to yes. it as opposed to just melting it. Yes. There's something about that crusty. Like, I love <laughs> the crusty cheese on, like, lasagna, too, like, in the corners. Yes. I love that. That's, like, my favorite. <laughs> Me, too. Nobody else likes that. I'll, I'll eat that. Yes. You'll eat that. <laughs> um, you mentioned uh, rotisserie chickens, and I was just going to add in there. I've been seeing uh, rotisserie chickens already pulled and in a container like in the the deli aisles at a number of grocery stores that I was that I'm like oh, I don't even have to get my hands dirty it's all ready to go next level I know it's like that's a game changer too cuz <laughs> you can easily make anything it's already done even though like the immersion blender does a good job topping up um a rotisserie chicken too that's another great tip but mm. yes you can definitely like chicken salad again you can make chicken I mean anything you can warm it you can keep it cold I like cold chicken I do enjoy cold chicken okay. that's one of my favorites so mm-hmm. awesome um any other um like special hacks or or uh, shortcuts that you have well, so for the, like for fish, I know that's super intimidating for a lot of people. And I do love the individual package frozen fish fillets of all kinds. I think those are 
the best way to just to kind of for people that dabble into eating fish because you can kind of get a variety. So if you even have a family who likes different fish options, you can have three or four different bags and just pop out individual servings, which is kind of nice. And I just will take them out of the freezer the night before. They're thawed and ready to go by the next day for cooking. And they just usually are the perfect portion. Uh, they cook really well. However, if you want to saute them, if you want to bake them, if you want to air fry them, they're just in that perfect little package. So those are kind of my like little go-to when it comes to just different varieties of fish. I love salmon that way because I don't have to mess if I don't have to cut it. I don't have to take the skin off. I don't have to do any of that. And it's just like popped in the air fryer and you're done. So that's, if you're kind of intimidated by that, that might be a way to go. And then you can't go wrong with tuna, you know, in a packet. I think, again, if you're not a huge fan of fish, or that's a great, get the flavor ones. There's so many different great flavors of tuna packets. And I like to do a um, grilled cheese or grilled cheese and tuna sandwich, kind of like a next level um, way to kind of get melty cheese on it, get the crusty bread. It warms it up, but it just gives it, I don't know, it gives it like a little bit more pizzazz than just a plain tuna sandwich. So. Right. And I would, for me, that would be just a, that much more filling for me too. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It's really good on that garlic bread if you oh. if you want to get kids to get it. Like kids <laughs> love it because it has the garlic bread on it. You just cut like one of the pieces of garlic bread in half and then you can just do both sides and then put the tuna in the inside and they just think it's like next level fun. So That's a great idea. Uh did we miss anything here? We have such uh, good little go-tos and, and tidbits. The only other kind of tidbit, I, I always say people are so sick or shocked by already cut produce. And I always tell people, I say, yes, it's more expensive, but how much produce goes to waste in your fridge when you buy it? Because you don't cut it, you don't clean it, you don't get it prepared. And if you're going to not do that, you're actually losing money you're spending about the same amount if you would just buy it pre-cut ready to go and just do that if it's easier for you if it's going to be more convenient you just have to put it on the plate and you can eat it there's no prep in that whole process so don't be scared of that sticker shock buy it and also find what's on in in season and that's going to have a less of a sticker shock for you because there's going to be more of it it's going to taste better and they're going to have a little bit better pricing on it too that's a great idea because how many times does that big head of cauliflower set in my fridge yes. and I'm like, I'm going to cut that. And then. Oh, <laughs> I, and I, that is the one vegetable that I cry every time I have to cut because it flies all over my kitchen. I find yes. it underneath the cabinet. It's a mess. And it is a mess. Yeah. That and broccoli. So I will always buy it pre-cut. And, you know, there's bags of it. There's different sizes. Like, buy whatever works for you and don't go through that pain. No. <laughs> You're making me feel better. So that's good. Yes. 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 I do just have a couple of cl- closing questions. And um, the first one is, what are you currently obsessed with? It can be food-related or not non-food-related. Ah. Uh. Let's see. I have bet. I will say it's it's been a challenging um, kind of crazy schedule lately. I have been obsessed with lattes lately. I am not even a coffee drinker. (laughs) I'm not. And I have just been like, I like when I'm so on the go and I don't have time to like have a meal. Lattes, like not skim lattes. Like you have to have it with like at least a 2% milk or a whole milk because of that. 
satisfaction factor, but I feel like I'm getting protein and calcium and it's better than not, and it's better than anything else I can drink on the go. So I have lattes mm. and even hot in the summer. I've been doing hot and I do cold in the winter. It makes no sense, oh. but whatever. Oh, I a know. cold latte is so delicious. Do you add any sweetener to yours or not? I don't. I think like, I feel like if you get a good milk in there with like the fat content and then I feel like it just is enough. I don't know. It's just perfection. No sweetener. I'm right there with you. If You've got to have a little bit of fat in order to yes. the flavor and all it kind of just jive together. Yes. Yes. And they yes. are very filling. People forget how much protein is in um, milk. Yes. Yes. And that's, I always tell people, if you're going to be one of those people that run on coffee, get a latte because it actually has protein in it and it'll give you some nutrition. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, we're not talking about the, the plant-based milks, but the cow's milk, that's where the protein is. No. At, so. <laughs> always, yes. Don't, plant-based has none. So no, no, usually it's full of a lot of random things too. It doesn't even, I don't know. It doesn't taste the same in a latte. I just can't do it. No. <laughs> Uh, last question, yes. any mindset mantras? You're probably well known for this. You always have great little, um, sayings that you post every month or any mindset mantras that you go by. So my biggest one is I will say that I think of life as either it's a hell yes, or it's a hell no. So when I was kind of getting into my later years that I've kind of approached, you know, you only have so much time to do so many things and, I think as dietitians and even just maybe women that listen to this, we always are compelled to say yes to everything without giving it a lot of thought. But we need to either say, hell yes. So it needs to be like a resounding, like, yes, I want to do this. But if you don't feel that way about it, then it's a hell no. Because you have to start making boundaries and you have to start giving yourself some time back and really just do the things that you love and that you enjoy and really get excited about saying yes to. And that's my overall theme in life whenever I do anything or am asked of anything. I need to take that on and I need to own it. I need to not second guess my hell no's. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because we do that, right? We're like, oh, I said no. Maybe I should have said no. Why did I say no? Now I feel bad. I should have said yes. But, you know, when you really kind of think of it as that big of a grand term, yes. that just helps you. It kind of just says, oh, yeah, I really just don't want to do that. So it's a hell no. no. Yeah. Yes. I'm right. I don't want to do that. I love that. I'm going to, I am going to embrace that for sure. <laughs> okay. I'm going to check in on you and see if you are sticking to your guns on that. <laughs> oh, I will have to. Goals for this, for uh, the, this fall season, for sure. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> And thank you so much for sharing all these great tips. And, you know, like, that's what I love hearing. Everyone has their own little take on this food or that food or that meal. And, um, you know, it just kind of gives the listeners and everyone else just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And so um, I know people are going to take away so much from you. We greatly appreciate your time. Absolutely. I'm really, I'm excited to listen to this series so I can get some knowledge <laughs> on this stuff too. I will pull from these brains that you bring together. Yes. <laughs> so good, right? 
I will just have to say, and it makes you feel less overwhelmed when it comes to meal planning or stressing about certain health topics. She gives a realistic approach to making meals healthier, easier, and deleting the stress. Anyway, we have more great episodes in this series, and I hope this inspires you to help tackle those meal planning hiccups that you may have and just give you a refresh, a restart on your meal planning process to find what works for you. Friends, we will be back with another great episode next week. I can't wait for more meal planning tips in this series and have a wonderful week. And thank you so much for joining me on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.